Hey guys, check out NowThatImOlder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast, Now That I'm Older. It's a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time with your host Shane Smith. Woo! Wheeling, dealing, limousine, riding, jet flying, son of a gun! And Ken Baldwin. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. We talk about things that happened to us when we were younger. We talk about some random news stories, and we basically just sit around and shoot the shit. So check out NowThatImOlder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode. Thanks a lot. This is not how you're going to talk, Corey. Okay, sorry. Hey, guys, this is me, Corey. Welcome to today's episode of the Powerful Nerdcast, where we talk about nerdy things all day long. Yes, that's right, sweet Susie. Hey, everyone, I'm Christian. I'm taking over because my balls are big and salty and brown, and now I'm passing it off to Jordan. I don't Jordan. know about big, brown, and salty, but I'm DJ Stock and the mic in the AM, representing Atlanta's finest rap music since 1985. What do we got on the mic, Easy? Yo, so <laughs> he is... Not a smart man, but he does know what love is. So give it up for Jordan, everyone. Jeez. I'm going to beat. Okay, Corey, we are back in the mix. And why not go live? Right? This is for Rizzle. For Rizzles. Cool. Corey, also, um, back off the mic a little bit for your intros. <laughs> don't, like, scream at it. I'm not going to go crazy. Today. No, you can, though. Just don't, just don't hold it hostage. No taglines. All right, you ready? <laughs> oh wait, we have to introduce ourselves. Legit. I'm, no. I'm basically I'm gonna say a little intro, which is usually something really small. I usually quote something, usually related to what we're talking about. Go around the room. I'm gonna say you're gonna join us, and then we're gonna start our first topic, which is gonna be Rogue One. We're just gonna go from there. It's really Groovy. the most chill. It literally is just dudes talking. No, I just wanted to make it's sure just us there's no sh- outline. I need Do you to- not know the secret parts? The secret we- parts. You didn't get that email. To the secret email? <laughs> All right. Top secret, password protected. Packs, G14 classified. B15 bombers? Yes, those are numbers. KFC? CNN? <laughs> those aren't numbers. Those are letters. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, so you're testing my intelligence. I see what's Barely. happening here. I feel like I'm in the second grade. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. All right. Corey, what's your tagline? Uh, it's going to be a long time ago in a galaxy far far away why is that appropriate do a star trek intro are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) did you just record all that all of this is getting documented (laughs) star trek intro really like to infinity and beyond yeah (laughs) like the old like the new one the problem is my favorite star trek quotes are the ones that aren't quotes at all it's just people like (laughs) screaming and shit it's like it's like con or it's like that scene where captain card's like no no and and he slams his gun into this glass (sighs) look the intro's ruined let's just Uh, go ahead (laughs) okay yeah yeah this will be the intro i'm cool with that Yeah, welcome guys. Yo. This is the powerful nerd cast. I am Christian. Corey is here, yeah. and we're also joined by Jordan, who's a good friend of ours. Hola, what's up, y'all? Yes, this is Jordan. He will be joining us for our Rogue One discussion. Uh-huh. Um, so Corey and I have seen Rogue One. You have two, Jordan. Yes, I have. I think we went on opening night where we live, so it was awesome. 
And uh, Corey, so how do you want to do this discussion? Would you like to do like our overviews or do you want us to break it down by like favorite moments or, you know, like first let's let's just give kind of like a general consensus. Like if you could give it a score, like out of 10, just sort of going around the room, just overall, what were your feelings when you walked out of the theater, when you watched the movie and Jordan, since you're our guest today, uh, let's go ahead and start with you. Out of 10, I'd give it a 7, man, to be honest with you. It was like it was a good blockbuster film. It was a good filler. It was not a part of the main whole thing, you know? It just wasn't. So I, I think it was good tidying us over till next year when Episode 8 comes out. Um, I obviously will explain my, you know, details with it a little later, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it, definitely. I mean, I'd totally buy it. I'd watch it a ton of times over again. It's Star Wars, man. Yeah, so 7 out of 10 feels pretty close to what I was thinking. I think uh, last time when I was walking out of the film, Corey and I were discussing this exact topic, and I was like 7.5 to 8, but I, I definitely didn't think it was a 9 or a 10 out of 10. I thought it had some slow parts in the middle. And then I also think that the action was great, though, and I think that they paid homage to the Star Wars universe really well. And that's coming from someone that's kind of a casual Star Wars fan. Like, I'm not obsessed with this 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 uh, universe. There's many other universes and many other fantasy-based novels and movies and, you know, graphic novels that I like way more than Star Wars. So, as a casual fan, I think it definitely felt like it fit in Star Wars, but at the same time, you got to care about these characters uh, for them to fit in. And even though their story is great, like, they definitely don't overshadow the main characters of Star Wars. And that's one of the things I think they pulled off really well, like fitting them into the story without having them all become Jedis and kill Dark Vader, Mm. you know? So what did you think, Corey? Um, I'm a pretty hardcore Star Wars fan, and going into the movie, uh, I tried not to follow too much of, like, the preview material, like all the little documentaries I did about the creation, because I just wanted to go in with, like, a really fresh mindset. And I really liked it. I I definitely think there were some flaws with the movie, and I'm kind of in, like, agreement with both of you. I think it kind of hovers around, like, a 7 to a 7.5, just because there are some glaring flaws. Like, I'm not going to lie, the first half of the movie is pretty slow, and it's just kind of haphazard and all over the place, and they're jumping from planet to planet. And, you know, for someone like me who, like, looks at, like, the old Star Wars books, like the ones that are, like, the encyclopedias of the planets and the aliens and the ships. For me, it's easy to understand. But, like, for casual moviegoers who go into that, they're just going to be like, what the hell is going on? What is all this? Why is this being thrown at us uh, so much? There is kind of a prerequisite for going into this movie. Um, But that being said, it's still a really awesome, like, war drama. And at the end of the day, that's the coolest thing about Rogue One for me is that it put the war back in Star Wars. I'm probably, like, the millionth person on the internet to say that, but it's true. It it really is. Like, the the last half of the movie has this just incredibly thrilling action sequence with, like, ground battles and aerial battles in space, and it totally delivers. And it's also got plenty of fan service, which... Can be good and can be bad, but overall, I thought it was a really solid Star Wars experience, and it shows that they can make these spin-off Star Wars movies without always having to like rely on like the episode titles. So I, I or thought Jedi. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The absence of the Jedi, I thought, was like one of the main features I enjoyed about it. You Mm -hmm. know, just like getting down to like a more realistic perspective of what it would actually be like to be an average Joe in this universe. You know, how are you going about your day? How did you get involved in this? And the way they really delved into how some of the characters got there was very unique in comparison to some of the previous Star Wars films. Yeah, like I said, everyone doesn't have to become a Jedi. And kill Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. Like, Although they, Darth Vader's that dude, not that guy. Well, yes, Ooh. Darth Vader was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah let's discuss Darth Vader. For and a and while. let's let's make something clear too. Uh, spoiler warning: There's no <laughs> yeah. way. There's like no way we can talk anymore without giving that warning because uh, let's just gush over this. Why not? You know, screw it. Uh, yeah, y'all had the weekend. We gonna we gonna get down to it. <laughs> all right, so uh, Darth Vader. 
his first scene, man, like the back to tank, that was awesome. His first introduction, anytime Darth Vader talks, I don't like it personally. I like it like if, if Darth Vader was more stone cold silent, like, yeah, that's a bad Darth Vader. But good God, man, that ending sequence of him murking those guys in the hallway, that was a nightmare. I swear to you, like that was so cool. It was pretty cool. It actually really was. Like, I like that uh, Dark Vader was really saved for the last part. Like, you got mm-hmm. to see him, but at the same time, he wasn't, like, dominating the bad guy's side. Yeah, he, although he know? was mentioned a handful of times. He was still a reoccurring character in the story. Oh, yeah. There, like he's he, like, stop fucking up or else Dark Vader's going to talk to you. Yeah, definitely. You know? And it, it, he was a good character. Also, I did like that James Earl Jones came back and did the voice. Oh, yeah. But uh, I just, uh, I'm kind of the opposite. I wish he had more dialogue. Really? Yeah, I wish he was, like, more part of the planning of the attack. It really just seemed like he was sitting by, hanging out as this assault on a planet went by. Yeah, wasn't I wasn't taking right. personal, like, charge of the, uh, of the actual, like, you know, battle plan. You think he'd be... You know, because he's you know, like, this is a big intergalactic super weapon. You figured, like, you know, Darth Vader himself would be really close to the development of this. Yeah, well, you see, you see, here, here's my opposition to that. And this is, uh, this is some classic Star Wars jargon right here. But the Death Star means fucking nothing to Darth Vader. It, it was made clear if you watch episode four during that big key sequence when all of the Imperial uh, higher ups are talking about the Death Star and how they're actually going to be able to make it work. And Darth Vader isn't impressed at all. He says it's nothing compared to the power of the Force. All of this shit, this is. This is M. Bison for Darth Vader. This is just another Tuesday for him. Although we did just find out, you know, through like the you know reintroduction of the Kyber crystals in the mm-hmm. actual movie universe, that presumably the Death Star ran off some sort of Force energy. Now. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Like yeah. they just—it was an oversized lightsaber, basically. Yeah. And I mean, you look and, at the destructive power of that. And what a fucking middle finger to the Jedi <laughs> know, order right? by creating a giant fucking weapon, which is essentially a giant like lightsaber that destroys a planet, mm-hmm. yeah, like just... in one shot. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who don't know what the Death Star sounds like. Exactly. That's <laughs> but, exactly what it sounds but, like. But uh, let's go back to Darth Vader for a second. Um, I, I thought he was actually in the movie for the perfect amount of time. Because yes. this was supposed to be a new movie with new characters that I wanted to care about. And I wanted to spend some time with them. And yes, I do like cameos and stuff. But... Uh, you know, Darth Vader could have just this could have easily turned into the Darth Vader movie, and I think by barely using him, they made him even more terrifying than ever mm-hmm. because they made him like this figure that you don't see often, but when you do, shit is about to freaking go down. And uh, my favorite line from the movie was probably when uh, Director Krennic went to meet him at his planet, which apparently was on Mustafar, which I think is really awesome and kind of fucked up because that's like where he transformed yeah. into Darth Vader. <laughs> um, you'd think he wouldn't even want to be there, but whatever. Um, it's when Director Krennic is talking to him about the Death Star and then Darth Vader starts to walk away. He's like, so do I still have my position? And then Darth Vader starts to choke him and he has this like old school 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger line. He's like, be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Director. <laughs> like that was such a classic Darth Vader line. I freaking love that. It's not only do they include Vader and make him a badass but like they gave him some really classic Darth Vader quotes and it wasn't something stupid like no like it was a real good Darth Vader quote and I think I can't do any justice to the final scene where he just fucking wastes those rebels just the way the scene was shot too was awesome just how it was all dark at first you only hear his breathing and then you see his lightsaber ignite and then he just completely wrecks these dudes and then these people are literally like falling over each other dying Mm. just passing this thing along these plans just to get it through the next door and then the next door just to get it to lo and behold princess leia yeah spoiler warning (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Princess. Prin- uh, yeah, well, we're we're in agreement. Darth Vader's fucking awesome in this movie. But what about bringing back old classic characters and rendering them in CG, like uh, Tarkin and Princess Leia? What do you think of that? Tarkin, dude, I barely even noticed it, to be honest with you. Leia, I definitely saw it. I definitely did, but it was so brief. It was like, you know, some of the like, like previous cameos in different movies that have done the same effects. It's just, you know, you do it briefly with just the right character and it can be pulled off. But, you know, like I said, the other guy, I didn't even notice him the whole yeah. time. Tarkin was almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Didn't even, and he was also in the shadows, so that helped. Yeah. And they knew Princess Leia sucked, so they only showed her for a second. I think that's what happened because yeah. she was not as realistic. No, no, definitely not. When I stared at it, it's like, eh, that feels like cold and dead. It doesn't feel very warm. Yeah, even the lighting on her just seemed the same way, too. Yeah, it was too bright. Mm -hmm. They needed to darken that shit up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just go with the more of the... I guess they were trying to probably juxtapose or, you know, like, I guess... The bad guys in the dark. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like the darkness that Vader was just in on the other side of the hallway, and then on the complete opposite of that, this white, glowing, angelic Leia. dun 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I do agree I think Leia didn't look that great Um, but I still think it looks a lot better like they're they're clearly getting better at this thing uh, with rendering like characters making them look younger this isn't like when uh, they did Tron Legacy you know and Mm. it was just it was just kind of awkward and maybe a little too puppet like like Polar Express if you know what I mean or what about the uh, Robert Downey Jr. scene in uh, the latest uh, the Captain America yeah 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 it was that was pretty good that was scary good actually I I thought it was a little distracting though I don't know a little plasticky Uh. I mean but Leia was in this too but I thought that Tarkin was a lot better and that's surprising because he had actually like but Tarkin almost Tarkin had uh, a very distinct look that Mm -hmm. I would borderline say is a character looking person so I feel like he's an easier person to make well, look you good. You can owe all of that to Peter Cushing's fucking exquisite cheekbones. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like are inhuman almost. I mean, like he he literally like he he's like, like half man. You know, I know this half is going to sound stupid. See, that's what Corey notices when he watches Star Wars. Look at the cheekbones on that guy. Like he truly is a human skeleton, like perfectly. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also made sure that a lot of the scenes he was in were in shadow. So mm-hmm. it could hide, like, a lot of the imperfections. But the best thing about it, like, in terms of the CG, they made the eyes look real, which is something that's really hard to do, like, with these, like, CG characters. Like I said, Doll's again, Polar eyes. Express, those characters look horrifying because they have the most <laughs> dead, lifeless eyes. Doll's Very eyes? Star Wars yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking Jaws, man. <laughs> scary. <laughs> Just didn't like it. But it was really surprising. For, and those weren't the only characters they did them for. Uh, there were a couple of X-Wing pilots. There was uh, Gold Leader and Ooh, Red Leader. That's right, that's right. Uh, they, they, and that was a lot more believable too because again a lot of it's in shadow and most of it goes by in like a split second you don't even notice it yeah it's just a quick cut but like you hear their names you're like oh my god that's the same freaking guys uh so they i think they did a good job with that that's cool Mm -hmm. i I really thought the cg faces were well pulled off yeah definitely meshed in i don't think disney would do it unless they thought they could pull it off Mm -hmm. i mean if anybody disney is the one who continues to pull it off though i mean they own marvel too so (laughs) yeah (laughs) disney is like so much on fire it's kind of insane like yeah. They owned this generation. <laughs> like when we when we were watching the previews, like before the movie, it's like Disney owns all of this shit. Like oh, it was unbelievable. It. Aside from I think Power Rangers and Logan, <laughs> everything else they had a hand in in some way. That's very true. It's crazy. Mm. Disney is a huge entertainment company. If you think about it, it has very little to do with a fucking mouse too. <laughs> Just, seriously. <laughs> Stupid little thing. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But um all right, so we've talked a lot about the uh you know, callbacks to the old movie and everything. Let's talk about the new characters. What did you guys think of the actual like Rogue One team? And uh you can just talk about your favorite members or ones that you didn't even really care about. So uh Jordan. 
I liked all of them personally. I'm pissed, of course. Everyone, spoiler, dies. Like, <laughs> everyone's all a dream. absolutely obliterated in like a single fire of this fucking Death Star test. But I don't know, man. Like, my favorite one was probably, uh, I think, what was the droid's name? Uh, K2SO. K2S. Yep, that guy. K2SO that guy. was K2SO. definitely a great character. Or Queso. Yeah. It's like cheese. Queso yeah. cheese. <laughs> Queso. No, he was definitely a great character. I like seeing a droid that had that much actual independence, I guess. He mm-hmm. was, you know, like C3PO is so submissive most of the time, it almost seems like. And so is, you know, R2D2 just does whatever the hell you tell him to. So just seeing an actual combat droid was impressive, in my opinion. It was the evolution of that concept before the droids were so, like, you know, what's that stupid noise they make? Corey, the dro- <laughs> that somehow everyone <laughs> no, no, no. understands. No, no, no. I mean the uh, the 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 uh, combat droids. You know the the wow wow. Oh, the Roger Roger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they've evolved from that to uh, the new Imperial droids, which I think are pretty cool, and that they can install a personality. But it also goes with um, you know, AI is really big right now. Mm-hmm. So I think throwing in a big AI character, and when you have the excuse of Star Wars, which can just throw drones in. Yeah, you know, you know, might as well. Yeah, so that's kind of it. But he was definitely the best cast member as well. I would say that uh, Queso Cheese Droid. He was, he was my favorite <laughs> comic relief. Yeah, 100%. comic relief droid. And then the main guy and girl characters. I like them independently, but, but not together. Not together. Well, I don't even think they fully got along though. Like you I know. just didn't care about anything to do with them together. And I was like, yeah. eh. And that's kind I, of a shame because, like, Jen Erso is kind of like the main character of the movie. You're supposed to care about her the most. But she just kind of, I don't know, She there weren't that many memorable lines from her. And the ones that she did that were memorable, she was quoting other people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just, it, it was okay. Or it's know? lines from the trailer. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that can't be the most epic line they used in the trailer. Aren't you glad they got rid of that one quote from one of the trailers? I rebel. Like, I rebel. I rebel. Yeah. Oh, I was, wait, I was waiting floor. for it, too. Yeah. Ugh, that did hit the that. cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. I just, in my mind, because seeing that trailer so much, just still thought that was in the movie. Like, I didn't really realize that wasn't in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to separate it from the real thing. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, and then there was uh, Cassian, I believe his name was. He, he was, like, the male lead. Just, yeah. eh, I don't know. Just the He seems soldier. like a young version of that Spanish dude in Narcos that's a cop. <laughs> It's the, the same guy. guy. No, it's not it's the, the same. same guy. Is it seriously? I, I'm no. pretty certain it's the no, same it's guy. It's not the same guy. Google. Because the, uh, the, yeah, the, the guy in Narcos is the one the guy's head smashed in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But that guy is not the same guy. Wait, it was Game of Thrones. He was like, You murdered her! Yeah. You raped her! Or whatever. And then, like, the, the mountain grabs his head and pops it. He's like, I crushed his head like this! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why Somehow it comes back to game. I was waiting for a moment like that in Star Wars. <laughs> no, that, that was not. <laughs> That'll happen. never happen. Disney will never allow something like that to happen. But it could easily happen. Um, in that but universe. it was a pretty dark Star Wars movie, actually. Like, like Jordan, you were saying, they killed fucking everyone. Yeah, Just by the end of the movie, and they don't like fucking. It, they they fucking die by Death Star blast. I thought it was great though. Yeah, it they really showed much, you the struggle that they all went through. Like yeah. all these people died just to get to step one. Yep. Like, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they rebel. A, <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh but we also have a couple couple of other characters um you know jen and cassie and they're okay um what did you think of chiru Imwait, the guy that uh, donnie yen played uh is Marshall that the artist. asian guy yes. okay yeah to be honest that character i've loved because uh i'm a big fan of that actor's work in the Ip man series and that was a uh, bruce lee's master and it's a pretty modern kung fu series which i think has three sequels or one main movie and two sequels and it's great 
so him seeing a blind kung fu master in the star wars universe was like a natural progression for me so i was really happy that that guy got in on this and i'm sad he's dead but you know he served his role and he was kind of the representation of a Jedi for me. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to see how he wasn't necessarily a Jedi. It wasn't explained if he was taught how to pone in on these senses at all, but yet he still seemed to have naturally have found his own sense of the Force, you know? And it's just, you know, you look at, I forget his partner's name, the guy that had the uh, Gatlin gun yeah, thing strapped to I think to the character's back. name was Boze Malbus. Word. Well, yeah. <laughs> Balzane? Balzane. From the country of Balzane. Party of two? Balzane? But no, when you look at, like, at the end, he tried to, like, hone in on the force himself, like, repeating the same lines that he said. And, you know, it was just one of those, like, it, it definitely didn't work in the end, but just seeing, like, he probably had to sit there for years, this blind man honing in on how to, like, dodge bullets via the force. It's mm-hmm. just... You know, seeing a normal dude go through that, I thought was definitely a different interpretation. You know? Yeah, it was cool. And I like that he hit people with the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wish they could have done more with that. You know, he had that opening action scene where he just wrecks those stormtroopers, which was really cool because it's like, yeah, we have lightsaber battles all the time in Star Wars, but it was kind of cool to see like a Stick traditional battle. martial arts fight uh. in a Star Wars film. I just thought it was really cool. Maybe it was just watching stormtroopers get beat up is fun, but uh, that People was a really great action sequence. People well, love seeing stormtroopers get their butt kicked for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I hate stormtroopers. <laughs> they're, they're the perfect cannon fodder. They're just, yeah. It was awesome. They're like the Goombas of Star Wars. Dude, entirely. It's like cattle for slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that's Chirut Imwe, the, uh, the the blind force uh, wielder. And then we have uh, Baze Malbus, who his whole shtick is basically he's just a tough guy with a kick-ass gun. Pretty God, much. is it he's, a kick-ass gun? Dude. He's Holy like crap. if you yeah. put Arnold with a minigun. And then he just always had the minigun from yeah. Predator. And he was just in Star Wars. <laughs> With red laser beams. <laughs> With red laser beams. He's got laser beams coming yeah, out that's of his that freaking character. head. Mm-hmm. Um, other memorable members of the Rogue crew, there was uh, Bodhi Rook, who was the former Imperial pilot. Um, who Dude. was, in a way, kind of comic relief as well. Especially at the beginning when he was constantly being uh, thrown around by Saw Gerrera. And, uh, you know, his death also, like, it came out of nowhere at the end when they just threw that grenade. Yeah, uh, I was sad the, about I that. I was just like, holy shit, like, there's no way he's getting out of this. And it just, boom, that's it. And that's when you started to realize, oh, these fuckers are dead, man. Yeah, once he died, I was like, oh, that's it. It's mm-hmm. starting. And, okay, so let's talk about the uh, final beach battle. Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking the, the beach battle. The, the final part beach of the battle movie. was probably the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um the reason I like it is, uh, like, it has been repeated all too many times, so I'm going to do it one more time. It puts the war back in Star Wars. This part of the movie was when you... It felt like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan or something. You know, like, this is when it became real, and you saw all the tools of Star Wars come out and play mm-hmm. on this battlefield, and it pretty much turned into a Star Wars battlefront cutscene with your favorite characters. Uh, what was one of your favorite parts, Corey, when your favorite, uh, like, Star Wars um, vehicle came into play or something? It's tough to choose because, of course, there's the uh, the AT-ATs, the AT-ATs, when they came in. They're just, they're so iconic looking. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that this is a huge beach battle, but it was also, there's this huge space battle that's going on right outside the planet. And then when they start to converge on one another, that's when it started getting really awesome. When the X-Wings came in and started going up against the AT-ATs, that was really, really great. But it was also shortly after that that, you know, our main, everyone started to quickly die. You know, yeah. The grenade just, got thrown in into the ship and you know it's, it happened very quickly it's, so you're right ev- yeah everything escalated in this way that was just so nuts i love the way that the rebels uh like set up the attack where they placed like bombs all over the base like and they spread them out as far as possible and they to did make that shit seem... real quick too yeah uh, like, you look at the <laughs> footprint that they cover holy shit yeah and, and not getting caught either and uh you know they made it seem like there were so many more people there when that was going down 
Uh, just ugh, there were just way too many scenes during that. I mean, but really, it's it's those space battles for me that really make it. There's one scene in particular where there's this uh, this giant hammerhead ship which plows right into the side of this star destroyer, and then it pushes it into another star destroyer. Oh man, that was awesome. basically slicing through it like a giant knife, and then they cause that to fall on top of the uh, the shield that's covering the planet. And just that whole sequence was just like, oh yes, because that's something that I think was really missing from a lot of the uh, the prequel movies are big epic space battles, which are, to me, so important to Star Wars. I mean, next to the whole lightsaber thing, like, I want a really good, like, space battle war action scene, like Battle of Hoth, or the uh, taking down the Death Star 1 or 2, you know, just... And they did a little bit of that in Force Awakens, but in this one, they just went nuts. Like, that scene where, like, thousands of TIE fighters just go out into space, like, that was fucking awesome. I'm just glad we finally watched a Star Wars movie, like a recent one, that doesn't involve blowing up a big ball in space. (laughs) Like, that is true. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired of this planetary conquest non shit. Well, that's not even a word. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're like, this is not trying to stop. Well, it is trying to stop a super weapon. If you think about it. Yeah, I mean, it totally is. But it's like at least we haven't gotten to the part to where we have to actually fly up and like battle said yeah, super and, and weapon. Speaking of that, they they added in that whole concept. That uh, the whole weakness of the Death Star was intentional. Yeah, like know, Galen. I actually really like that because now people can stop bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you though, they went back, they fixed it. They mm-hmm. were going to. No, it definitely. So, like, what was your opinion about Galen Ursa though? Like, you know, his entire role, Mads Mikkelsen as a character himself. Like, I, I loved him personally. Everything yeah. Mads does. Is I mean, he's he's barely in the movie at all, but he does a great job of what he had. You know, I For mean, sure. he, he's in basically two scenes, the scene in the beginning and then the one where he gets killed. I know. So. I feel like there should have been more of them, man. <laughs> what about the main uh, bad guy general? Uh, what was his name? Director Krennic. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty good. I like that actor. Yeah, it was a big role for him. It, it too. just sucks that he's in a movie with Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Just like, like, who you're not going to do that justice. Krennic? It's fucking Darth Vader right there. I would have uh, liked uh, if they would put like Christoph Waltz in there. You mm-hmm. know, that would have been good for that character. Maybe too too much of a character to see him. He looked a little bit like him. Yeah, they could have made him. <laughs> he's very Christoph Waltz likey. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, he looked like the character he played in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, yeah, that is true. Well, the you know the imperial is sort of Nazi like. Mm-hmm. I did like yeah, though that we got Nazi to see. Like. Uh... It's like even the logo is just like the circular fucking icon. Mm. What were you saying, Corey? I like that they because uh, he was wearing a white uniform. Like my thought process when I saw him, I saw I thought he was a, a grand admiral in the expanded universe of Star Wars. Like the, the the guys who wear those suits are like really really high up. So that's why it was so shocking to see someone like Tarkin who was talking down to him. But then again, it's it's fucking Tarkin. Uh, he, you know, there's Darth Vader, there's the Emperor, and there's Tarkin. That's like I think the the biggest higher ups in the entire Empire um, up at that point. But uh, it was just it was really cool to see that. I wish he could have done more though. Um, but I mean, he served his purpose, which was to have a tie to the main character. Um, but yeah. Darth Vader just overshadowed him as a villain, though. Of course. I mean, you can't really compete with Doc- mm-hmm. Dr. Vader. <laughs> Dr. Vader. What about, a, Darth Vader. What about Forrest Whitaker? Uh, in and out. He was dude. just in and out. I don't know. I didn't really care for I, I liked seeing, like, I don't know. It was a very interesting interpretation of a crazy man, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Like, even the tonal displacement to his voice, just the way it was so raspy and everything. Like, I, I loved it, personally. It was unique. It was iconic. I'll never forget that character. That's for certain. His little breathing apparatus <laughs> and all. His, his, his mind-sucking squid. <laughs> like, what? what was that thing's name again? Bulgogo or something? I, I said something like, I don't know. It was fucking... Even I was, I was watching, I was like, all right, this is starting to get a little weird now. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 
But, but no, it, I thought would, that was interesting it too. It was supposed time. to make the pilot's mind go to mush, and yeah. like he he came back pretty quick. Realistically. Yeah, I know. Like that's a badass pilot. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, it was just to see if he was telling the truth or not. It was, but yeah. it was supposed to be like the main side effect is losing your mind or so. Oh, he okay. Said. But no, our pilot dude, he, he definitely kicked ass. But uh, Forrest Whitaker's voice, I don't know. I thought it was a little too hammy personally hmm. uh, and the only reason i say that too is because saw Gerrera is a character from the uh, star wars clone Wars series hmm. so they actually incorporated someone from that show in the movie and he did not sound anything like that in the show so hmm. but i mean whatever we could chalk it up to the fact that he's older and maybe going a tad insane so he got tad. robot legs yeah, yeah like, he got, both of them you got robot legs lieutenant dan <laughs> <laughs> you got new robot legs uh, anyway <laughs> if we could somehow incorporate Tom Hanks into the Star Wars universe, I'd, I'd be pretty happy. I yeah. don't know what role, even if it's just a random alien in the background. He could be a nerf herder. He yeah. should just be that dude who always talks to people because that's yeah. all Tom Hanks ever does. Bat and pee and run. Bat Flies planes. And run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did any of you guys catch any like the the cameos or like any extra cameos or references to? I mean, the you pointed movies? it out, but I, I remember seeing Blue Milk. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was I, I was the so Jedi excited. Temple. Speaking of the Jedi, the Jedi Temple. I thought that was a Jedi Temple. I'm, I don't know. On, uh, well, fuck, what like was, the was it the giant statue Jedi? of the, of the I downed, think it was on uh, Jedi. Like that whole like temple that they were in mm-hmm. where you met everybody when they first landed with the destroyer hanging above it. I thought yeah, that was a Jedi Temple. It was either a Jedi Temple or it was like a Kyber thing, a like kyber a Kyber mine. mining facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was, but it had some sort of connection to the Jedi. They had that big statue. Uh, that was outside the city too. That was basically it looked like Obi Wan freaking Kenobi. <laughs> it's totally not though, or maybe it is. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but like, there were also a lot of other little references that were not so subtle, like the scene when they were walking through Jetta City and there was uh, the two assholes Ooh, from yeah, the Cantina, I that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, her, whose names are ridiculous: Doctor Evazon and Panda Baba. Mm. And uh, <laughs> they they bump into them and they're still fucking pissy as always. And it's weird to think that. They basically were on this planet like right before they went to Tatooine. Yeah, and then like, they get there and a, then a day Han or so before. <laughs> just pow. Yeah, yeah boom. <laughs> Dude gets his fucking arm cut off by Obi-Wan Kenobi the next day. It's it's just it's weird. Yeah, spoiler I, I, alert. Yeah. yeah, 30 years later. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, but I like to I also like the design a lot of the uh, the aliens in this movie. That's something that's always really important to me with Star Wars movies is to have like a really colorful background of ridiculous characters. Well, let's not forget it is a space opera after all. Yeah, exactly. They need to make it feel diverse. And I know some people been complaining that they're not seeing enough of the recognizable aliens but to me that's my favorite thing is always seeing the new ones because it lets you know this is a big fucking universe just leave jar jar binks at home homie yeah no gungans i was almost expecting to see a gungan or something like maybe at the rebellion meeting on tantive 4 like maybe if they (laughs) i don't know if they want to include them anymore dude i've heard some ridiculous theories about jar jar binks man good lord (laughs) he is snoke i don't know how um, yeah, what was that? Dude, remember all the rumors that kept circulating around about the back to tank and the trailer yeah. and how everyone thought, like, oh, we're finally going to realize who Snoke is. And it's like, no, that's just Darth Vader again. <laughs> this mysterious hooded figure walks up. You're like, holy shit, it's the Emperor. And it's just some old dude, Lord Vader. Yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They've been making people brew over this for like a year. Yeah, like the two Imperial dude. guards and everything, man. Seriously. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just Vader in the tank, whatever. I mean, we, we shouldn't always assume it's going to be connected. I'm actually glad it wasn't connected. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people really are reading so deep into the Star Wars universe that they want there to be like five, six, seven, eight layers of just complete conspiracy as yeah. if this is like the Illuminati all over again. Also, it's just driving people insane. They want to know who Snoke is. Like, they want to know who the fuck Ray is. Like, Snoke, he can be a bad guy. Bad guys come out of all types of nonsense, you know? I mean, shit. Look at the Joker. Like, True. What's we his history? We don't really know Jack. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> But uh, I'm trying to think. Were there? Oh, there was C-3PO and R2-D2. I thought that they didn't need to include that, but whatever. It they don't what it do is. anything except stand there and goes, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, they're they're doing that just to keep up the tradition that they're in every single Star Wars movie. So. It was almost an insult, though. It was just like a quick little, like, snap. Oh, hey, ship, bye. It, it was like, uh, uh, what's his name in all the Marvel movies? Stan Lee. Stanley, they, they Stan Lee dude. How is he Except still for alive? Fantastic Four, he said, "Fuck that." Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Wait, which one? The just the, the newest one. one. The okay, newest good. One. That was yeah. such a horrible experience. Yeah, he actually did have cameos in the other ones. <laughs> That's uh, that shows how bad that fucking new one was. Yeah. That's a discussion for another day. Though. I wish the internet was working because I bring up that dance scene right now. So I your can. internet's not working either. No, it's yeah, not I just working. pulled it up we're on my str- phone. We're struggling right now. I got, I got guys. Google. I'm looking at some IMDBs mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Did you ever prove that I was right, that that dude's not the same dude? Oh, yeah, that's what I was supposed to Google. It's Sorry, it's everybody. It's not the same dude. <laughs> it's not the same dude. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, the, overall, though, I No, that's him, Diego Luna. Diego Luna? Yeah, he's from Narcos. Wow, he's fucking insane. Wait, Star let me see. Hold on, I thought That's that not the same dude. Nope, you're right. It's I know not, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> I'm not even fucking with anyone right now. Dominate. Christian knows his Narcos. Okay. One guy's older than the other. They just both have mustaches and are Spanish. <laughs> well, I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Diego Luna. Who the hell is Diego Luna? Like, I don't know. I actually kind of like that. You know what Luna means? Moon? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's Diego Moon. Dude, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's the moon. But I actually like it when I don't recognize the actors that much. It makes me kind of believe them as the actual characters a little bit more. Yeah. Although, a lot of these people are, are pretty well known. Like, I think the uh, the guy who played uh, the Imperial pilot, or the former one, he's from on some uh, HBO show. Oh, yeah. Um, the Night Of, I think it was what yeah, it was Yeah, there called. it is. Yeah, that's no, I also show. just saw him in this other new show that was released on Netflix, The OA. Some weird little, like, I don't advise it. It's a weird show. But that dude's acting capability, the range of stuff he can tackle is phenomenal, dude. Yeah. He's a great actor. And he's in Highly Star underrated. Wars now, man. Even though his character's dead, he's set for life. Yeah, but he's never going to be in Star Wars again, so that sucks. Unless they let them be on the Star Wars Rebel show, it's possible. Unless they start bringing people back from the dead, like Game of Thrones style. Yeah. Yeah, or, or like fucking Tarkin and Leia. Just whatever. We're just going to CG everybody. <laughs> we're just going to need you anymore. Just come in yeah. for voiceover. What, what they're going to do is they're just going to scan everybody's head and turn them into an artificial <laughs> intelligence like Cortana or some shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then they're going to like, they can make movies with Jennifer Lawrence and Marlon Brando. We can leave <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence out of this. <laughs> ah, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. And they oh can bring them back gosh. at any age. It sounds like dipping a cigar <laughs> in a glass of milk. <laughs> For some reason, that's appropriate description. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, did, it, did anybody get excited when Jimmy Smits appeared? Or do you even know who the fuck Jimmy Smits is? <laughs> no. no, I don't know. <laughs> it's Leia's father from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, that's good. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's how... That's... <laughs> 
I guess no one cared about that. All right, well, that was something I really liked about the movie, because... I mean, it wasn't Leia's real father. No, not really. <laughs> not really. But I know, but, like, the dude that raised her, whatever. Yeah, but it was cool has. that they were able to finally connect, like, the old stuff with the prequels, with new stuff, so... Yeah, that's what I was saying. Rogue One is definitely filler for, like, all this stuff that just was, sad to say, left out of yeah. previous films. Mm-hmm. It made me believe that the the whole like rebellion is actually a real thing and not just something that's kind of always in the background. Yeah, yeah, and that was definitely awesome about mm-hmm. it, man. Like, I, I just loved the whole realism that this one really presented to us. Like, you know, next thing is just put this into like an open world, whole galactic video game, and like I'm a happy camper. Like, yeah, seriously. No Man's Sky can burn forever. Just make a Star Wars version of that. And shit, dude, I'll die a happy man. I just want a Boba Fett game. That's all I <laughs> want, really. You want a Boba Fett game? Didn't yeah. they come out with one? A long they time they ago? they made a Django Fett game back in like 2004, which was fucking awesome. By the way, mom, thanks for getting that for me for Christmas that year. <laughs> um, played the shit out of it. Um, I wish they would do something similar to that, where you get to play as Boba and just like collect bounties, be in a big open world, and upgrade your gear. Just ugh, it would be so much fun. Think Grand Theft Auto just with Boba Fett set in the Star Wars universe. Just go nuts with it, man. It would be something that I've always wanted to see. But in the meantime, we'll just continue to play the new shitty Battlefront game. Oh, my God. an dude. infinite amount of DLC that you will be paying for. Yeah. So. Dude, EA, seriously, you're blowing it, yo. Seriously. And bring back Skate. <laughs> yeah, that was actually that was a fun game, man. Dude, you're Those were better me. than the, uh, the Tony Hawk games. Well, I mean, that's... Tony Hawk games started going bad around, like, I'd say three, though. Dude... Tony, I, I'm not even going to disgrace this table with that name. I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> I know that you're, 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 you're a pretty, skater. You're a skater, so like you're a skater, is, bro. You know this shit. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> so what about Tony Hawk? Tell us why you don't like him. Yeah, like, this is interesting now. Like, what's God, up? Because what's, what's he's, not, he's not in Star Wars, man. It's that simple. <laughs> he's not in Star Wars. I didn't see a 900 go down on the Death Star. That shit could happen, really. Yeah. I mean... Like, like put some ramps in like a giant asteroid and like he like does like or he his, like he like does like a 1080 in the, in the satellite ball. dish on yeah, yeah like he's like whipping it on the edge of the ball and like grinding across Dude, do you guys it. remember in the old Tony Hawk games and you could skate as Spider-Man in outer space no yeah, fuck there was like an outter space map and I was Spider-Man like web shooting grabbing my skateboard and shit <laughs> Like a dream come true, man. Now I'm really sad we don't have the internet, so I can't see that. I know. I really want to, like, th- that sounds unbelievably awesome. Like, was, there could be a whole game radical. based just around that concept. But that's when Tony Hawk started sucking. Like, they gave us that, the pinnacle of just, like, crazy, ridiculous skateboard awesomeness, and then it was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> they just gave up. <laughs> they just kept going downhill. And plus, there was no Star Wars. <laughs> you gotta have Star Wars. Where's our fucking sc- Star Wars skating game, man? Just make it a thing. Dude, just make a real Star Wars game. Like, dude, seriously, put put Bethesda on it. Like, they'll do a great job. Bethesda. Bethesda. It would take about... Man, it would take a while. It must... Like, Grand Theft Auto games take, like, five years each. Yeah. So, I feel like even if they started right now, it would be a while. And so many more things are going to come out if it takes five years to make. Mm -hmm. Because of Star Wars, like, ramping up its production. Well, they better get to work on that shit, man. They really need to. They're going to take five years on it. And I mean, granted, I get it. It takes a long time to develop a video game. But how cool would it be if you could just turn on your TV, throw on your ridiculous VR headset and your Oculus Touch and your stupid little walk treadmill thing? Because those 
are truly freaking awesome. Yeah, but there, there are going to be so many people who are going to be busting ass on those things. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a we're going to start shoes. hearing about VR-related deaths. I'm fine with that. Fucking, you know, or we're going to hear about people losing their mind in VR, like eating acid and getting stuck in there like the Matrix or something. Oh, man. God. <laughs> uh, it's getting to there, man. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm thinking about getting a PS4 next year, and I'm debating if I should also get a VR headset for the system. I mean, I, I'm waiting until the next gem if yeah. that ever happens. Like honestly, PC gaming is probably the future. That's what I've been hearing that. Though. I've been hearing that rhetoric for fucking decades, though. I mean, I think we're finally <laughs> just getting to a point though where like all of our devices are finally starting to centralize into like you know tablets and one computer and one mm-hmm. this, and it's like, man, eventually like it's gonna come down to you'll have a cell phone and that does everything on your laptop. You can wirelessly connect it to any size monitor and it can process all your video games and plugs right into a VR. I mean, that's what it's gonna get to, and then mm-hmm. we'll be in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Rogue One was good. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> BT Dubs, check me out. Yeah, like that's the other thing. We we said seven out of ten, pretty much, if you yeah. averaged out what we said. Yeah, but we still have a lot of great things to say about the film. I think yeah. that's the important part. I would totally it's recommend. Always, it's always super fun. I would mm, recommend always. people go check that movie out. Yeah. I mean, Even though we spoiled it for eggs. you. They do give you more information about the Star Wars universe. I mean, like I said, the kyber crystals. That was blue a milk. big thing for me. Blue milk. <laughs> it's like that kale stuff. Dog. Pull out blue milk, son. Yeah. <laughs> so does that come from blue cows? I'm just curious. Blue udders. <laughs> blue udders. <laughs> Everything's all blue all day, every day. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Rogue One in theaters now. <laughs> How many times are we going to bring it back? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but that's it for that one. Anywho, um, we still have a couple other things I'd like to talk about. This one might be a little foreign to you, Jordan. Um, I don't know how much of an anime fan you are, like, if at all. Eh. Eh, okay. We'll, we'll take it. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I grew mm-hmm. up watching, you know, like, the typical ones that everyone else has seen on Cartoon Network and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I'm stupid and got out of it. Oh, okay. I mean, I just I I, I, I neglected I neglected my anime love. Mm-hmm. I, I neglected it and it withered and died. And yeah. I'm sad about that. But I still have an interest in it. It's yeah. beautiful stuff. Stories are remarkably interesting. I mean, like you can't and get repetitive. most of that out of any American-made cartoon or story most of the time. The diversity mm-hmm. and the creativity that goes into it. It's just it's always so much more. Mm. But. The thing about anime, and and that's the thing that's been a real big trend lately, is like a lot of big Hollywood movies, they're trying to take a lot of classic series and adapt them into live-action film. Ghost in the Shell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and We uh, have a new one to announce on that list. We do, and it's one of the most popular manga and anime series of all time. It's one that me and Christian actually like started reviewing years ago, which built our YouTube channel, which is a series called Naruto. Mm-hmm. And they're finally going to be transforming that into a live-action movie. And this is not a joke anymore, Christian. Like, this is official. People are working this on this from Lion Gates. The creator of the fucking series is behind it. Whoa. Yes. Really? Cre- yes. And it's going to be American-made. So who knows what direction this is going to go into. I know but- what direction. White people. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, like, what, what are your thoughts overall on this? And okay. if they do make okay. it, like, what do you hope to see? Here's what I gotta say. I wanna see if Ghost in the Shell is good. Yeah. And but that it's will so different from Naruto, too, you know? Yeah, well, Naruto... Here's the thing. I have no idea if the power of friendship bullshit will fly in the U.S. That's the one thing I have the biggest question Are about. you kidding me? Rebellions are built on hope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the power of friendship is already here, man. I guess I guess I missed that train, but you're right. You, you may be right. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see what's up. I want to say I'm saving my opinion on if this movie is going to be good or bad. Most likely bad, just because of the obvious history of this. And Scarlett Johansson trying to be intelligent is always funny to watch. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see what this movie is like. But I will say Scarlett Joe did do a movie kind of like Ghost in the Shell, where she became super smart and became a complete badass. And that movie tanked and it was called Lucy. So, yeah. So yeah. let's just be honest, like her being a super weapon person hasn't worked in one place, but then it has worked as Black Widow in the MCU. Well, just so, because Black Widow doesn't actually have a superpower, she just has electric batons and is well, she can she a, whacked, a woman like she's she's she whacks Black loser. Panther with those. And she's like bad kitty, <laughs> bad kitty, and it works. Okay, <laughs> so I don't know. She's won and lost as a badass, you know, in superhero movies. So let's see where this one goes, and then I'll tell you what I think yeah, if I'm, Naruto's I'm, going to be good or not. Okay, what do you think they're gonna like? just sort of like combine some of the biggest elements from the series and try to make a movie out of it? Or are they going to do like a straight adaptation of the entire series, like from beginning to end? And what would you rather see if there, if you do want to see anything? Okay. The way I'd rather see him do it is not at all. I'd like them to see it. Do it. I'd like it to be done as a saga. Uh, yeah. It'd have Continuing. to be a three part saga, but at the same time, I almost am like cautious enough to say, just put out a feeler movie that does the whole, um, sequence and then go back and make it a saga, a three part saga or something, or pick mm-hmm. an arc. Like just like a starter arc and try it mm-hmm. and then go and make it a big world. Like, do you think they could start the series by doing the whole Zabuza arc? Yeah, like do a Zabuza arc. You know, just introduce the characters, you know, get a, get into their backstories a little bit, introduce an adversary, take down the adversary, hint for something maybe in the future, but don't try to make it a fucking MCU kind of thing and just hope for the best. Yeah, that's it. If they try to shove it all in there and give everyone beast powers and chakra mm-hmm. bubbling off of everyone, it's going to look fucking dumb. Make me care about it first. Mm. So, do you, have you ever heard of the series Naruto, Jordan? Oh yeah, dude, yeah. I grew up in America. Okay, so so you are at least kind of familiar with the overall like story of what it's all about. Yeah, or? you're going to ask me if I heard of Pokemon next, right? No, I'm not. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I guess Naruto has at least. What been, do you uh, know about Naruto? Not anything past the headbands. Okay, that's so good. yeah, I am good that start. retarded. During the what? I th- don't they have headbands? They have headbands. The okay. That's all bands. I remember. Like, kids used to wear these headbands in high school. Okay, well, yeah. The kids <laughs> wore the headbands in <laughs> high school. The headbands. They had the cool little swirl on them. I was yeah. envious, but I was trying to be cool, so I did not partake. What are you talking about? Those dudes got the most pussy. They just they looked like little cool little ninjas, man. They had these like, badass headbands. Uh, and the I'm dudes like, that would ninja run to the lunchroom? Those were the guys that were getting ass left and right. That was so they could hold both the ass in each hand. <laughs> oh my god or no one sat with them animas <laughs> so that's what you recall of naruto huh? well, pretty much yeah. headbands <laughs> well that was a I, I am interested to see what they're gonna do with this but i mean you know i'm kind of like you i need to see something first I, i'm Dude, not just... optimistic because i watch anime to watch fucking anime like I, I don't watch dragon ball thinking man i really wish this were a live action right i like it for what it is Any, cool anything better cartoon. be better than the last airbender like, yeah just, which shut up you two you shut your mouth. You know that you movie sucked, it? Christian. Oh, the movie sucked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan sorry, hasn't sorry, done sorry. anything good since The Village. Were, I thought... <laughs> the we're going to kick your ass, man. The Village wasn't good, bro. <laughs> it was It was uh, Signs, which was his last good movie. <laughs> I don't know. The Village, I didn't see the it The Village coming. sucked dick. I was 13. 
Well, <laughs> the village was pretty bad. Yeah. The monsters were scary until you saw them too much. Yeah. yeah. And then the big reveal was like, oh, they're just lying <laughs> to everyone. You remember when we saw that in the theaters, though? Yeah. Oh, the, my God. The trailer made the monster scary. But okay? that one moment when you actually see the monster, like, for real and everything, and, and the theater's fucking packed. Like, this movie just came yeah. out. Thing looks like a goddamn Power Ranger monster. Yeah, it looked like a giant porcupine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just As soon as that thing hood. started running, the whole crowd started laughing. Right. Like, it was just <laughs> hilarious. Oh, that's I enough. See, of... I didn't really like Signs though. But... Yeah. What? I what? fucking hate Mel Gibson, dude. Signs sucked, Christian. Corey, you, both you guys are wrong. No, it was Lady terrible. in the Water was the best one, y'all. No, <laughs> they get hurt. They get hurt by water, so they go to fucking Earth. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm saying they couldn't even walk outside. The suspense. <laughs> the suspense is good. The minute they stepped outside of their ships, they should have been the fucking melting dude from RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> like they're dead as Help shit. me. Exactly. Like, how'd they get me. through the clouds? <laughs> how'd they get through the clouds? Exactly. Like just... their ships are waterproof. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. They got waterproof suits. They if just left them if at home. They're not waterproof. Water is probably nowhere around their planet. Nope. <sighs> Methane gas. That wasn't the movie where Mel Gibson says, "Give me back my son." Is it? No, that's a. <laughs> that's like a '90s movie. That's a different one. <laughs> Give me back my son. That's so unintentionally funny. Uh, I know. It's not supposed to be. It's not cinematic mastery. He's like, if I just scream, maybe I'll get an Oscar. Yeah. So just so we pretty much are in agreement though about this whole Naruto movie thing. Like you know, we just we have to see more material from it though. But who's your pick to play Naruto? Go. (laughs) Zac Efron. (laughs) Holy holy fuck! Holy shit! shit. I can think of dude. I can think of somebody here. Um, Um, McLovin. know his name yeah. man uh, <laughs> honestly i think jonah hill would do it perfectly jonah hill <laughs> he could be choji <laughs> actually yeah jonah hill could be a good choji to be honest i mean if you're looking for the main character of main characters always go with bruce willie <laughs> or liam neeson's oh boy i don't know get one of the kids from fucking stranger things and no that's uh, that's exactly right like the Little chubby dude from Stranger Things. Yeah, What's his name? That's Choji. Choji? Yeah, he's a good Choji. <laughs> Actually, no, we're, we're already whitewashing the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, we'll lose. We'll use Lao Ping, because I don't know any Asian fucking actors. <laughs> Lao Ping! Can we, yeah. just, can we just use Ben Affleck again? Take him away from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be Kakashi. Oh. <laughs> Anything is better than Batman. He got Oh my god! I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, it, either way, this movie's going to fail. There, there's just, there's no way they'll be able to appeal. I don't to know. Anyone. You could pull it off. I mean, look at movies yeah. like Sucker Punch, man. Like yeah. that was a pretty badass little fucking anime, whatever movie, whatever they did with that. Thing. Yeah. It was interesting. It yeah. really was. Scott like Pilgrim that. takes on whatever. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that was cool. That had some cool visuals. Also cool. known as Hipster the movie. Yeah, mm. Canadian yes. hipster. Canadian mm. hipster the movie. Mm. But I mean, they Bring did that. They flannel. did that. They did that live <laughs> stage show of Naruto, though, which is like the best Naruto cosplay uh, cosplay ever. Oh yeah, cosplay. When did I just turn into a fucking New Yorker for a second? Or like a Bostonian. <laughs> but anyway, the cosplay, uh, like it, it looked it was really off damn the good. Chain, yo, it was mm. huge. <laughs> it was huge. But those, but those actors are also <laughs> Japanese, so it's it uh, was... <laughs> it's hard to gauge, man. And plus, you're sitting like 500 feet away from them. So true, and it's a stage play. But I mean, like the costumes at least look good. But 
don't know. We'll see. Again, though, I just don't think anime translates well to live action. I don't think it I, ever I think, will. I think the only way you can do it well is to make it darker. Anime is co- usually a very colorful kind of experience, mm-hmm. man. I mean, when we see movies nowadays, like we look at the most successful movies that have been transferred in, or comics or, you know, animation series that have been turned into actual films. And like, I always come back to the Dark Knight series. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was phenomenal. Like, you know, it, it did top the charts and everyone did love it. And I think one of the big things that made it so awesome was, you know, the fact that they brought it down into a realistic sense as though it was something that we could actually believe. Like the whole way that we went into the development of Bruce Wayne and all that stuff. I feel like it was really real. And I feel like if we did that with Naruto, I feel like we could honestly get away with it. I mean, like how, why does it work so well for American comic books and not so much for anime? Like what's the reason behind I think our culture is just darker. We are more aggressive by nature. I mean, you look at our entertainment, if it's not shooting something or beating something up or, you know, if it's not making fun of other people, embarrass themselves in memes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're, we're aggressive by nature. Yeah. And we just Get on that mic. Outlets. We just look for outlets. <laughs> <laughs> mic check. I mean, and, and it can't be just because the stories are hard to tell and because you can just, you know, you could just joke that Japanese shit in general is just weird as fuck. It's unique, but I, mean, I think there's a way Gar- to tell it. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That is so fucking weird. Like, well, Naruto is still fairly normal by comparison. And we'll see, what made Guardians of the Galaxy fun for me is because it reminded me of, like, being seven years old again with a little toy spaceship running around the living room and, like, what would my imagination do with it and i feel like even if naruto could get away with that which is very possible it really is you know i feel like that's just the trick it comes into like i guess understanding the psyche of your demographic you know Mm -hmm. and like you know that's a lot to ask for go shit but i think it's possible you know i think it could be done i think it could look good i mean it could be dragon ball evolution we'll have to wait oh god dude don't even mention that (laughs) It it's so bad. You know, the writer came out like I think a year ago and mm-hmm. apologized publicly. So yeah, he was in a bad point in his life where he just needed money and just I wouldn't saw that in theaters. Wrote it. So did I. Uh, I didn't. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> From like frame one, I was just like, son of no. a fucking yeah. bitch. Yeah. Like the whole movie, I was watching it with a group of friends, and we we're just like, this is fucking terrible. Like we almost considered asking for our money back. Like it was that bad of an experience. There was nothing enjoyable about it. Dude, I actually remember that John Carter movie. I actually, no, I, I, I did get a refund for that shit. Yeah, John I got, I got dragged into that. I'm trying to remember, was that the one? Where it they was the Disney Mars? movie on Mars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, I never saw. I just remember seeing the preview. I was like, man, that looks really expensive. It sucks that I'm never gonna go see it. Dude, Wait, that ever. that movie is actually you know the original that story the original book was one of the uh, inspiring factors of Star Wars. So was a uh, Valyrian. Valyrian, what's that? Yeah, Valyrian and the Galaxy of a Thousand Planets or something like that. It's the new, uh, what's his name? Um, Dudu did um, Fifth Element. The and Fifth Lucy. Element is underrated. Hold on, I'll find No, it's it. not. It's very well known. Well, I don't think it's as big as it, it could be. Maybe it's know. big in our circles. Yeah. You know, but like. I've always really liked that movie for some reason. Fifth I Element? Yeah. I, I Luke, thought... Luke Besson, that's his name. He's a French director. Mm. He made Lucy as well. But yeah, he's doing the Valyrian and the World of a Thousand Planets or whatever, mm. which is supposed to be like one of the original influences of Star Wars. Mm. If you'll let me connect to my personal interest. I mean, Star Wars in general, though, like, it takes its influence from like a million fucking things. Like, it But it t- only takes the best part and it utilizes yeah. the best part of yeah. the little things. You mm-hmm. know, like. The you know the samurai suit Dark Vader mm-hmm. and then I like the the Western feel of things the Western feel yeah yeah like it's just there's so much inspiration taken from those classic stories and you know it was uh, I think it was James Rolfe the angry video game nerd he always said like Star Wars is the best because it's every story ever told 
which I always thought was just a really cool quote. That's why everybody in the world fucking loves Star Wars. They can relate to it in some way. And, you know, I'm not even really too big on the whole you have to relate something to enjoy it, but that's one of the biggest strengths of Star Wars. It's hard to admit, and they hide it so well with that, like, futuristic fantasy setting. It's fucking genius. And it's continuing to blow our minds. That's I mean, why we're getting this little Star Wars renaissance right now, which, who knows, just, it might be good, it might be bad. There's some people who are saying that we're there's too much Star Wars right now. I think the Star Wars series is right where it needs to be. I think it's doing great. I think it's rebranding itself, and it's doing so very successfully. And, I mean, the one thing I always like about it's Star like Wars it's is... It's owned by a billion-dollar corporation, which is pulling all the strings. Well, yeah, when you have enough money to pull it, to put into it, I mean, <laughs> I mean you'll definitely get a good product. I mean, but Disney I mean, knows what's up, man. Just even, like, I don't know, man, just the whole world of Star Wars. I feel like the simplicity behind the whole story, it's... They get their viewer with simple emotion, things like hope and love and family and something to fight for, things that and laser all of swords. us strive for. <laughs> and what? And laser swords. And, well, yeah, of laser course. Swords. Laser sabers. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are laser swords. <laughs> That's a cool name. I don't, I don't even know what just happened. He, he just came out as an 80s rock band called Laser Sword. Where's your hair metal? Yeah. Wait, you need hair. <laughs> and tights and leather. The assless, assless, assless chaps. chaps. Wait, oh, now we're getting, into some mad, we're getting into some Mad Max shit right now. <laughs> you need to come out like you're in Mad Max and then play an awesome guitar. Oh my god, just walk away. Slap it to bass. <laughs> Make it greasy so it goes down easy. Oh boy, <laughs> that's Frank Zappa. To give up, I'm no. going home. <laughs> we're trying here, people. Yeah, I think are. this is entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that actually seems like a really good wrap-up point, but uh, we, we gave her thoughts on Rogue One. We freaking liked it. Star Wars, uh, Naruto, we really don't know what the hell is going to happen with that one. But it's probably going to It's, it's, it's going to happen, though. Yeah, it, it's, it's happening. You know, whether you like it or not, you just need to bend over and just Except accept that it. that nine-tailed CG dick. <laughs> <laughs> Nine different times in a row, son. That's right. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the Power from the Nerdcast. Jordan, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yes, it it's always fun. great to have someone else on the show. It's just It always makes, I think, for more entertainment. I liked your input on Star Wars as well. Word. That is right. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Before we wrap things up, uh, we just want to take a minute to thank Rogue Intel, our network. Because of them, they make this show possible. They allow us to speak our minds and say exactly what we want. If you'd like to help support, make sure to check out the uh, Amazon link, which is attached to this. That is uh, Amazon backslash uh, Rogue Intel. Whenever you guys make purchases, it will help uh, our other shows. It'll go towards the network. We really appreciate it. It won't cost you a thing, and it's the holiday season, so it's the absolute perfect time to do that. For those of you who are checking us out on YouTube, make sure to give us your video topics, your questions. Make sure to tell us what you thought about Rogue One and what you hope to see from this brand new Naruto movie. Christian, you got anything else for us? Yeah, you guys, make sure and leave Leave us some comments or some user questions so we can answer them next time in the next cast. We're really focused on Star Wars on this one, obviously. So, But next one, we'll probably do some user-submitted questions. So remember to leave comments. And if you haven't already, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. That helps out the podcast a lot, guys. Thank you so much. And until next time, the Powerful Nerdcast is out. May the Force be with you.